Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Welcome to the Horror Hangout, a podcast where three bearded film fans watch the best and worst horror movies of all time. My name is Luke Condor with a Kate, and I'm joined by my regular co-host, Mr. Andy Condor Turner, and of a regular oh, co-host. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, you jumped in there with that, have you? Yeah, that's right, I know where your allegiances lie. Andy Conduit Turner with his first appearance in over four episodes. Welcome. <laughs> hey. Hey, guys. How How's you doing? doing? Getting on well? Yeah, yeah, really good. Thank you. Yeah, the cracks are beginning to show. Uh, 154 <laughs> episodes in. Uh, I guess you've been, been, on, been on best behaviour for the last few weeks, right? With um, less regular, irregular co-hosts. So now you can be yourselves and fight. That's true. Get back to it finally. We're being so polite with everybody, and now the true, true nature of us can come out. Just wait. Just you wait. Who was on last week? I can't remember. It was just the two of us, Luke. We had a chance to bond again after so long. Oh, yeah, the very uh, quiet co-host, right? I thought it went well. I thought we got through it and became closer, but maybe not. Maybe you don't think that. I took it as the exact same words. Um, Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I had some horror news. Uh, but I've completely forgot what it was. I saw something come up, and I was like, that'd be good to talk about on the show. Um, have you got any good horror news? <laughs> yeah, I have, Luke. Do you know why? More prepared. Uh, <laughs> got some tabs open. Um, saw some horror news. Quite a few things, actually. i got more tabs open than usual, so I'll try and be fairly quick. But apparently, uh, The People Under the Stairs, Wes Craven's 1991 horror movie, is getting new life over at Universal with Jordan Peele on board to produce a remake of the film. I feel that's what Jordan Peele's going to be now, and he's going to be attached as producers to stuff. 
Yeah. Um, he's not going to go delve in too deep into directing stuff. I think he wants to make original originals. Uh, so yeah, there we go. How do you feel about that film? That's a film we've not done on this podcast. Not seen it for a long, long, long time. I don't really remember too much about it, other than other than the camera moving through the wall space, which is quite good. Uh, I you? don't remember. I'm not sure if I've seen it. It's on. A, I've got like a horror movies to watch before you die, apt poster, and I've not scratched it off, so maybe I haven't watched it. Yeah. What about you, Andy? Have you seen yeah. it? Yeah. You know. I was thinking, oh, I have seen The People Under the Stairs, and then I realised I was thinking of Don't Be Afraid of the Dark, so I'm not sure I've seen The People Under the Stairs, you know? Maybe that's one for us to do, then. Yeah, one for a future Find out what those people are up to under there. Ben, what else is on that list that you've got that you've not seen? Um, Oh, you're going to make me look now. I can't see because my eyes. Uh, Children of the Corn. Don't think I've seen that. Yeah. Maniac Maniac Cop. Yeah. Maniac Cop Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Uh Killer Clans from Outer Space. Oh I. I sort of remember that. Did they have rice um rice crispy guns? They 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 <laughs> catch people in like big candy flosses, I think. And it's been so long. It's it's weird. It was on Netflix last time I looked. Of course now I've said that, it will have that will have triggered it to go off Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, bad taste as well as on there. Oh, oh that's great. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Not seen I that. Think, I think that's probably on YouTube. It. One of those films. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to have a little look. Uh, they're all on the. They're all. I do want to watch them. I do want to get that poster all scratched off. Um, I kind of need it. What you do that when it's all scratched off? Often, but you like then get a new poster oh. with more obscure horror uh, films, or throw that one away, or just frame it and say I've completed it. I can die. I'll, I'll throw it in the bin. I think as soon as the last scratch of that weird what is that stuff? The weird scratchy metallic stuff. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? It's like starch. Is it starch? Is it? It's like a scratch coin, scratch card. Yeah. Oh, I some sort of foil, foil. sort of thing. Foil. Yeah. Um, I will probably, yeah, probably throw it in the bin. As soon as the last bit scratched off, throw it in the bin. Yeah. There's also one that's like half scratched off because I started scratching it off and realised, oh, no, I haven't seen it. I'm annoyed by that. If anything, I should have watched that one first. <laughs> Just watch that yeah. film to get rid of that problem. Yeah. yeah. What are you watching that film for? You're really interested in it? Nah, i got to sort my poster out now. All <laughs> <laughs> my poster looks like shit on the wall. <laughs> I yeah. thought for a second you were going to say that, like, I've only half scratched off because I, like, fell asleep during the film or something. I've seen a bit of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea, actually. I couldn't do that to myself. Uh, Okay. What else? We've got. So, talking. Did I mention Children of the Corn just then? You did. Yeah. That's one of the films I haven't seen. Well, I better go and watch it soon because there's a new movie and the first image, poster art, and very limited theatrical release thing is out now. Oh, wait. On this poster, it says only in theaters October 23rd. That's in the past. And it was only on for that uh, one day. A sequel? Is it like a straight, uh, straight to internet? Nah, so I think it's a limited release. It wants to open in more theaters after that, but it's just a remake, I believe. I don't think it's a sequel. Interesting. But there we go. I thought that was. I thought that was more like um, hard hitting news, but it seems a bit un- underwhelming, really. But there we go. Uh, also, Clive Barker, Luke Condor predicted the Clive Barker Renaissance. Next chapter of this is 
He has joined HBO's Hellraiser series as executive producer. That's so pretty cool, isn't it? Even more of that Clive Barker flavor is going to be folded into the. This, this is the show. TV show, right? Okay, yeah. Yeah. I'm very curious. Yeah. So very, a Hellraiser TV curious. show. Have we heard? I'm not sure. I've not read much about it yet. Is it meant to be like a every week they raise hell slightly differently in a Hellraiser of the week thing, or is it? Like, has it got like an arc to it? One long hell raised raised session. Um, I think I read somewhere <laughs> based on the comic books, or was some some was taking inspiration from some of the comic book run. Um, um, so uh, I had no idea, no idea what that story is. Other other producers involved: David Gordon Green, obviously made the new Halloween. Did we discuss there's a new like Halloween Kills teaser as well, didn't there? That's what the news was uh, in my head that I forgot. Ah, oh. the Halloween Kills teaser. There's not there's not much in there, but there's enough to get you teased. Yeah, very teasy. Um, and I think it came out on the day. Did it come out on Halloween? It actually did come out on Halloween, didn't it? The teaser. Uh, yes. Either Halloween or the or like you know like hours before. Yeah. It's nuts, really, to think that obviously that was going to come out this like last October. I haven't tried to think about it too much, but how many things have like come and gone? How many dates have come and gone that would have been like major films? Mm. The only ones have Can- Candyman, Ghostbusters, loads of stuff. With Halloween, I saw some people, um, obviously with second lockdowns here now, maybe that would be less of an idea, but I saw there was some discussion of like, because horror movies don't, you know, comparatively don't cost as much to make, actually mm. releasing something like that might have been just the shot in the arm some places would have needed and they actually without any competition they may mm. have done all right but um no that's oh well. true i don't yeah basically i just wish i could have watched it already because you know if it was gonna come out it must have been possible for it to be finished right it must be done yeah yeah i'm sure it's yeah done. yeah there it is John, that uh, old John's watching it every weekend. He's sick of it by the time it comes out the cinema. <laughs> He's like, God, I've been watching this over and over trying to perfect it, and now I realise I'm not I'm never going to get there. Um, okay, and one more bit of news which I just saw and literally opened the article to 10 seconds ago is that apparently Neil Marshall has said there's more of a chance now than ever before for a Dog Soldiers sequel. So he said, there's things in the works and we're seeing what we can do. Um, it, it, no, I mean, it's like some really dodgy news about Neil Marshall. He, uh, uh, like, um, he is rans- a werewolf. Ransomed. <laughs> he is a werewolf. He like he got a film made by ransoming. I'm going to look this up because I'm talking out of turn and it's insane. <laughs> before, before you quite an accusation to make. He ransomed an old bus, an old school bus full of kids. <laughs> and said, let me make Dog Soldiers 2 or these kids are going to get it. I'm going to let an actual werewolf loose in there. I'm making jokes now. It's going to be a really, really serious situation that no one should make jokes about. Have you dreamt it, Luke? Because I've, I've, I've dreamt Maybe. some very bizarre things. Before. Okay, so there are claims that Hellboy director Neil Marshall uh, blackmailed a producer um, because because of their, he had an affair or something. Blackmailed the producer to make to, for the money to make Hellboy. No, oh. I don't know if it's true. It's probably just gossip, but it's kind of insane. It's pretty insane, but to be fair, I mean, if you know extramarital problems, it got the film made, and it's 
is it a noble thing to do? You know, he's he's so, he's not calling out an adulterer in order to go. All oh, right, I'm going to put some into into my creative endeavor. You know, so, so, so you learn from... you so you learn a lesson. You learn a lesson, but no one gets hurt. He's what denied his claims, then, by the way. He's denied, oh, he's the, denied the claims. It's, a, yeah. it's okay to blackmail someone as long as it was blackmailing them because they did a bad thing. <laughs> so if, yes. if you'd said... Wait, gonna... we're going back to the Saw episode again, aren't we? That's, that's Jigsaw yeah. all over. Yeah, Jigsaw's then... like, you like giving loads of money to charity. I'm going to teach you a lesson. Now you see, now you're the bad guy here, Jigsaw. <laughs> if you'd had an affair, that'd have been all right. <laughs> Yeah. You've had a what? Right, that's it. Get in this trap right now. <laughs> I don't want to. Get it on your head. He's always putting people in traps as well, like when they're unconscious. That's Your Marshall. Right? Oh, Jigsaw. Okay, yeah. That's Jigsaw, yeah. Jigsaw. <laughs> yeah. Give me the money for help, otherwise this trap's going off right in your head, mate. Trap's going off right in your buds, you bastard. There we go. Uh, yeah, and that, I believe, is pretty much it for the news. I... I didn't see much else so moving swiftly on has anybody watched anything of note this week um obviously it would have been halloween week and um the aftermath of that anybody watch anything on the 31st of october for example i watched halloween free on halloween night ah you did yeah yeah i think i have so i've not seen this one very much and i've got like (laughs) i I kind of remember certain moments. Maybe I've like just seen yeah. scenes at some point growing up, but it's um, it's probably one of my favorite Halloween movies now, and it's also like batshit insane. Like yeah. there's androids in it. There's kids that turn into worms. <laughs> there's yeah, that very strange. There's a guy from Robocop who who fires. Do you know who I mean? He's like the main boss. Yeah, bunged out the window at um, the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was directed by Tommy Lee Wallace, isn't it? Who directed the It miniseries? He directed Fright Night Part Two, which we discussed oh, cool. on this podcast yeah. before. Um, and what an ending as well! Yeah, it's a pretty good ending. The, the soundtrack was really going. good. Yeah, that soundtrack's um, nuts. Like the the soundtrack really kept. John Carpenter sort of vibes um, going quite well. I really liked it. I, I thought it was a genuinely interesting, bizarre, cool horror movie. I would like if they did Halloween like that, like a different story <clears> every year. Yeah. I think that would have been good. Why did they not do it? Did it not do very well, box office wise? It didn't do very well because Myers. Michael Myers, yeah. Uh, he could have been on yeah. the advert singing a song, couldn't he? he could have- there is got to be. Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be, be a brilliant. Michael Myers cameo in it, surely. Yeah, well, so they're watching the film Halloween. Yes, you're, in this you're right. They're what, yeah, so yeah. in this universe, the film Halloween exists. So essentially, Michael Myers shouldn't exist. It should now go full. It should go full circle, and when we get to Halloween ends, you know, when we watched Halloween 2018, and that that. Doctor was dead obsessed that Michael would should say something. He was trying to get him to talk all the time. Yeah, say if something, Michael. Anything. At the end of Halloween ends. He should finally talk, and it should be the song, the Silver Shamrock song. He sings <laughs> like a kid. Yeah. Got him. I was very impressed but by that. More, That's I like you. Burst into my way by Frank Sinatra. Much more <laughs> than this. <laughs> 
I did it I stopped my, my way. <laughs> Very nice, Michael. That was the um, thing he'd learned while he was not talking in prison. That <laughs> learning to drive. Very yeah. nice, Michael. Um, what else have you watched? Anyone else watch anything good? Halloween night? Uh, I, sorry, Ben. I'm trying to remember. Go on, Andy. I'm trying to rem- on remind Halloween myself. night, my, uh, my sister was visiting. Uh, her boyfriend does not like very scary horror movies so so as to be a good host we watched something that was not too too much spook and so we watched the visit oh yeah yeah i quite like the visit it's, uh, it's got some creepy it's got moments some, some good, the bit under the house is pretty spookums and the um the bit towards the end and like i i know that the bits in it are divisive like i think that kid you'll either find hilarious or it'll be really annoying but he love him think he's very funny but um yeah yeah, apart from that, I've been playing a bit. I've started Until Dawn <clears throat> on the PlayStation. Haven't got very far oh, yet. We'll play that. Um, yeah, and then I played played Carrion again. I went back and just had the little itch to scratch. Oh, yeah. I need to, more of those is levels. that on offer yet? Because I need to play that. What is oh, this game? Carrion, I, I just... it's, like the, it's like the reverse horror one. So you're like a quite a The Thing-type monster. And you like crawl around the vents and become oh, like a big, big oh, red, a big red stringy weird thing. On you and you put a... Yeah, it's um, it's free on Xbox Game Pass, so I played it on that. Cool. But it's worth checking out. Like I, I saw, think it's very. I thought expensive. it was on Steam. It's great. It's great. It's not a long game, but I'd finished it and I thought, that's another little go. That chase some scientists about. So mm. went another little go. <laughs> There's a couple of cool horror games at the minute I want to play. There's that Phasma. Phobia. Yeah. What, have you seen that one? I watched a video hey. on that earlier. I saw the. Do you see the girlfriend reviews video? Yeah, I watch all the girlfriend reviews videos because they're all amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great, aren't they? Uh, no, it's not a horror game. It's Among Us, which is kind of based off the thing as well. Yeah, we've been playing Among Us a lot. I'm not so much into it. My daughter's into it. Um, after about three or four games, I kind of got a little bit bored with the concept. I yeah. can understand how it's. It is basically just um, the thing. But for kids, yeah. you know, even though they're the, you do still see the kills. They're little animated kills, obviously, but there's yeah. still people getting their heads chopped and stuff. Heads lopped off, yeah. Um, Eddie, what off. about you, Ben? What did you watch Halloween night? Um, so Halloween night, I watched Hubie Halloween, the Adam Sandler Halloween Happy Madison movie. Yeah. <laughs> this was like so. My daughter's with me on Halloween, so we've we've been we've been watching some sort of appropriate kid horror films in the build up, and this was kind of like one that we discussed, and it almost felt like it was the only one left for us to kind of tackle. I think we watched The Witches the week before, yeah, yeah. So we decided to watch this, and like you know, everyone who's anyone from Adam Sandler films is in this: Kevin James, Steve Buscemi, Rob Schneider, uh, and it's all right. There's a few laughs. It's not too ridiculous. Adam Sandler is doing that weird chin odd voice thing he kind of always did in yeah. the 90s. It kind of feels, yeah, but it doesn't it doesn't go full ridiculous like I don't know like <laughs> little Nicky or something. And there's a few there's a few like good jokes, a few like adult jokes that obviously go over the kids heads, but I was chuckling away, so There is that bit in, I always chuckle at in little Nicky with the crazy eyes. Oh, crazy eyes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, and I did also watch the craft, uh, the craft legacy. Oh, cool! Oh, so, how okay. was it? So after seeing the trailer, obviously we we were all a bit 
iffy on it. I think Luke, you even said it was giving you Riverdale vibes. Yeah, feels like, and it, it does feel like that. It does feel like a sort of young adult version of that film. Um, I haven't seen the original Craft in a long time, so I couldn't like comparing it to that was probably quite difficult. But yeah. this vibe, it feels like probably the most 2020. And by 2020, I don't mean like pandemic and stuff like that. But mm. it feels very, it feels very hip for a movie and very hip and modern. Like there's a, they got all the lingo in there. People are saying Stan. Uh, people yeah. are talking about TikTok. They're all Loads the TikToks, yeah. Yeah. Um, there are no goths in it. That's one thing I thought. Not enough goths. Needed more goths. The girls are suitably normal, mainstream. Needs more goths. Uh, but David Duchovny's in it. And I love David Duchovny. And when he turned up, I hated him. So I thought he's a great actor because I hate him in this film. Apart from that, you know, it was pretty middle of the road. But worth watching if you're a completionist and you want to watch mm. it after you, if you so, enjoyed the craft is uh, uh you know you said you haven't watched the old one for a while is it meant to be as a remake or is it like a, a reimagining se- or sequel? It's a sequel so there's sort of discussion of things that happen in the same town and a particular character gets a mention that's all i'll say that's all yeah. i'll say mate you can't get anything else out of me all right <laughs> yeah um, um yeah I watched, um, I've had this on DVD sitting on my shelf for a little while. Finally cracked it open. Uh, Rubber by Quentin Dupier. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. It's about the, the killer tire that comes to life. Um, You've seen it before, right? No. First time. I haven't. This is like, this is like got to be a Luke Condor. I know. Well, yeah. we'll, find out, we'll find out what, <laughs> what you think of it first, I guess. Well, you're right. I mean, like, it's. It's got all the trademarks of a film that I would I would really love. Like it's super meta. Um, yeah. It's kind of it's bizarre. Like it's got a couple of amazing scenes. The the, the bit where the tire comes to life is filmed really well, and it's like it's done no perfect. And there's one scene later on where someone's had the head blown off by the tire, um, and there's the guy who's like, "That's okay. Now we don't have to finish. There's no one watching anymore. We can. This isn't real." And he's trying to convince everyone it's not real. And he's yeah. like shooting himself, and it's like just props and like the uniforms are props. Uh, but then he says, "Check the body, wake them up." And you go, "No, it's a real body." And there's a moment where he starts to doubt that. That's such an interesting, <laughs> like little moment that yeah. he's doubting, and, every, and all these things are props. So he must be right, but even he's doubting. And I was like, "That's that's why I like weird films because that's such a weird little emotion that you would never really get from any of a any of a film." But it does fizzle out, I'm afraid. Like. It's almost like they weren't quite sure where, where they were, were going to go with it, or they were trying to that kind of horror movie uh, aspect, and and they kind of deconstructed it to the point where I was like, I missed, I preferred this constructed version of this, uh, yeah. but it's still yeah. good. I, I I really liked it. It's definitely a good time. I've not seen that one for a while either, but it was fun if I remember right. Yeah, by directed by the guy who did all the Flat Eric music. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Wazzo. Mr. Wazzo. Yeah. Quentin, I just say his name, Quentin Dupier. Dupier or something like that. Oh, yeah, same guy. He's got a few films out. I need to watch some more. Anything else? Anything else anyone's seen? Not for me. What's the main stuff? Oh, hang on. I've, um, no, I've been watching that TV show. There's Simon Pegg and Nick Frost to me. 
How is yeah, it? Truth seekers. Truth seekers. So uh, me and Kat blitzed through it super quick. It's um, it's like supernatural meets the X Files, but with Simon Pegg and Nick Frost doing their thing. Um, it's quite funny. I wouldn't say it's like hilarious, but it's just a really fun, easy to watch TV show. Really nice, just something to put on and, and chill out to. Uh, I definitely recommend it. Sweet. I don't really know anything about it apart from like a couple of little ads I've seen on social media. So it's good. Some really funny bits in it as well. Julian Barrett's in it. Um, oh really? Oh nice. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Uh, Malcolm McDowell. It's yeah. Yeah, watch it. It's, it's worth it. Lovely. Uh, and then, other than that, was just Da Mist. The Mist, yeah. Two, mist. two mist, what are you two Misty boys think of this? Oh, I guess we got to do the, do the bit, do the yeah. thing. Uh, so The Mist, also known as Stephen King's The Mist, is a 2007 American science fiction horror film based on the 1980 novella The Mist by Stephen King. Didn't realise it was 1980, thought it was a bit later than that. Uh, the film was written and directed by Frank Darabont. Um, a freak storm unleashes a species of bloodthirsty creatures on a small town where a small band of citizens hole up in a supermarket and fight for their lives. <laughs> um, IMDb sitting at 7.1. Rotten Tomatoes, 72% critics. score Letterboxd, 3.4. Uh, some choice letterbox reviews here. Silent Dawn says, and the award for the biggest bitch in cinematic history goes to... Oh, man. Four stars. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, we'll <come>. man. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get on to her. <laughs> uh, man says, before you make any big decision, just wait five minutes. He gives it four and a half stars. Um, just put, then, have a cup of tea. Just have a cup <laughs> of tea. Just, just wait. Yeah. And then Otto, on the 1st of May 2020, he said, I want to punch everyone in the face. I hope they all die soon. Half a star. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so, what's your history uh, with this film? First time watch or? I've I've seen this film quite a lot. Um, I've owned like a DVD that I think I've put on probably half a dozen times since it's been mm. released. I think I saw it at the cinema, and I think I remember it being like a, a film that's kind of grown in my head as being like a bit of a classic ever yeah. ever since. started off as like, oh, it's just a sort of monster movie, you know. But then after a while, it's kind of like, I want to go back and get me some more of that mist action. It's, yeah. got, it's, got, it's got it all going on. It's got, it's got great characters. Um, it's, it's got hateable characters. And this cast is stacked. Everyone you look at is like, oh, that's that from this. That's this guy from that. So obviously Thomas Jane, Deep Blue Sea, is the lead. Marcia Gay Harden is the mentioned bitch who is, all I remember her being in is like the, uh, the girlfriend in Flubber. I think that's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You've got three, three Walking Dead big actors, Laurie Holden, uh, Melissa McBride, and um, Jeffrey DeMunn. So obviously Frank Darabont directed this before Walking Dead. So he's like, gone, got a Walking Dead show. Uh, Andre Braga from Brooklyn so Nine Nine. Is that how it? you pronounce that name, Andre Braga? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's so weird. After watching so much <laughs> Brooklyn Nine Nine, it's don't so get me on the Lee Wanner. Don't get me on the Lee Wanner. It's the Wanner situation. You got Toby Jones. What? You got William Sadler, aka Death from Bill and Ted. Jesus Christ. Um, 
it literally oh you got sam witwer who is um the guy from the force unleashed star wars games like the face you recognize him the one with the really strong eyebrows yeah. the army dude is he actually the he's, the face from the force the face Unleashed? yes star killer himself star killer that's it um cast is unbelievable literally even people who say one line you're like hang on a minute i've yeah. seen you before you've won an oscar or something it's mate insane. You was that mate you was that computer in in captain america 2 all sorts yeah. Oh, and yeah. in like the first yeah. in like the first ten <laughs> seconds, you get a you get a dark tower Easter egg. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Every every Stephen King fan is like, oh, oh, dark oh, tower. Oh, oh. <laughs> and he says he's doing it for a movie. So in this universe of the mist, a dark tower movie exists, which isn't the one with Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey. Uh, Hell maybe yes. It got, maybe it gets cancelled though because of all the monsters. Yeah. What? And the poster never got <laughs> finished. So how are you going to advertise it? Yeah, that's true. He said he's going to start again, and he's still alive. Oh, wait, sorry, spoiler. Um, he says he's going to start the poster again, so, you know, maybe he got on with it after a while. He'll still be able to paint after the events of the film. <laughs> Can you imagine if that was a post-credit scene, him going, finish this painting then, I guess. You better finish this painting, I guess. I've been, I'm, days, I'm days behind schedule. Yeah. Still got the gun in his hand, shaking. <laughs> but that day. Yeah, but I kind of love it. Sorry, I went off on a bit of a nuts rant there, but Anything? Yeah. What do you guys think? <laughs> what, what are your guys' relationship with this bad boy? Go on, Andy. Um, my history was that it was mostly ruined for me. So, just when it was at the point where it was coming on TV, I was living in South Korea, and TV schedules don't make much much sense there. So, like horror films would be on just like in the middle of the day. So I came back from my lunch break from school one day. Um, I wasn't at school, I was teaching. Um, I, I came back, my, my apartment was over the road, I came back my lunch break, sat down, uh, had a bit of telly on while I had my sandwiches, and saw the last ten minutes of the movie. Uh. <laughs> and I'd never seen it before, and I was like, what's this? It's a Punisher. What's he up to? And, um, punishing. Yeah, he was. And, Definitely um, punishing. So I saw the last ten minutes of the film, and I was like, oh, so I know it happens. Did it, that, and still, then have I same, it, did it still have the same effect? Because I remember when I first saw that ending, I was blown, I was mind blown. Did it still sort of affect it, you? Yeah, I, I saw, I, I saw enough to understand what was going on. I sort of saw it yeah. from when they were going towards the car. So I was like, oh, that was a kick in the pants. Obviously, it wasn't the same as if I'd seen the whole movie play out and had the attachment yeah. to the characters. So then I, I left it a couple of years before I watched it. Then for real. And then even though I knew the end and it was still a good movie I enjoyed. And then I haven't yeah. seen it again until I watched it for this. And I think I was um, messaging out and I think I said to you guys, like, 2020 is either the perfect <laughs> or the worst year to watch this film. I'm not sure which. Yeah. Oh, man. I felt like that. But it's sort of a good thing that this didn't take place in 2020. Because can you imagine all of the added stresses of a mist rolling in? You'd be like, oh, come on. give in it." In many cases, it'd However, be a Mar- Marcia Gay Harden's character would definitely have a podcast and a YouTube <laughs> channel. And yeah. like loads and a loads lot of, of followers. followers. <laughs> and Yeah, without a doubt. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty nuts, isn't it, this film? I do love the sort of different creatures and stuff and i sort of find an article as well which is like the the wikipedia of all the creatures that appear in the book and 
and the film and kind of explaining them a bit. Well, just, they all got like they've all got little human stuff. faces. Yeah, that's nuts, isn't it? Yeah, they've got like weird little human twitchy. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty nuts. I think faces. I yeah. think there was like a prequel. Well, not a prequel. Sorry, like a pre pre credit scene, which um, I think I'm saying that wrong. Not pre credit scene, but like a sort of bit at the start. Why can't I think of words? Cold open. Uh, <laughs> prologue. Prologue. A yeah. prologue scene where they sort of show the scientists um, opening another dimension. Really? To sort of see where the mist came from, and I kind of thought, I don't know, like I don't think this oh, film needs in, it. But in the book, is that sorry? I've not read the book, so it's, it's in the book. But I think they right. wanted that it, it has it was shot for this film as well, um, and it got cut. I kind of yeah, want to see. You it. don't need. You don't need yeah. it in the film. Yeah. Do you don't need. Definitely don't. Definitely don't need it. But I'd love to see like a little deleted scene. Good choice, Frank. Of that yeah. happening, <laughs> but you can you can imagine as well, can't you? Like. Uh, I and the ending, the ending isn't the same as the book either, right? I've... No, I think the ending no, is I like... I read that, yeah. It hints towards the ending of this film, but doesn't go through with it. I think it like goes, right, we're just going to carry on. And a quick read of the help. wiki, and he basically goes, I think it might just be him at the book, but he's like, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll crack on. I'll keep having a look. Just I'll in case any right. listeners uh, listen to this and they haven't seen the film... You have to see the film to, yeah. to get the end because the ending is Please. one of the. It's weird because I, I I think I remember posting on Facebook a couple of years ago. I always assumed that this ending was universally loved because to me, it's like a perfect horror ending. Like it, it's it really like gets under your skin and gets to you, but it seems to be fifty fifty. Some people just say it's too bleak and it's it's too like mean, but I liked it. I, I thought everyone did. But yeah, not, I think it's really... good and it's memorable. You know, people a lot. Everyone remembers it, and uh, yeah. I've seen. I've I've even seen it memed quite a lot this year, where it says, "Don't worry, we're on the home stretch of 2020," and it's like <laughs> the home stretch, and it's all them in the car. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm yeah, like, I, yeah, I wouldn't change this ending for anything, and they will come to it. But like, the alternative to that would have been just like a Deus Ex Machina ending, like you know, you know what I mean, it's like. Oh, and yeah. oh, and everything was just fine. So, yeah, mm. I, I I like the ending and like the film overall. Yeah, there is a TV show as well, isn't there? It's on Cancel. Netflix. I haven't watched it. There's one it's series on Netflix. on Netflix, I think. Yeah, I watched the first Cancel episode. Um, so, from what I I only watched the first episode, but from what I could gather, and I might be off basis on on this. Um, when you go into the mist, there's not things in it, but it makes you see things or turns you into, makes you see bugs and, and stuff. Um, it oh. didn't seem to be quite right. Um, yeah, the way I didn't this... watch it for whatever reason, I don't really know. I don't, I don't think it was particularly enjoyed by people. Um, one thing I've got to say, like uh, I always forget every time I watch this, the way it's filmed is really interesting. It's got like a sort of documentarian sort of feel. Like the camera's constantly moving. Sometimes you'll you'll linger on people having a conversation, but you won't hear them. You'll be hearing something else yeah. uh, from the other side of the room. It makes it feel really busy and re- like really uh, alive, like you're wandering through a supermarket and just yeah. catching glimpses of people going about their way. It's really interesting. Yeah. Um, I really noticed that the sound design in particular. I'm, I'm, I wasn't sure whether it's because I was, I was, I was watching it listening on headphones instead of think instead of you know from a from a TV, but the sound it's really quite remarkable for exactly the points you you say Luke. Like you quite often hear, 
more deliberately than you know you get your normal rhubarb rhubarb in the background of a of a conversation yeah. you can you can distinctly pick out what other people that you aren't focused on are saying yeah <clears throat> it, it, it makes yeah. it feel more like uh, just capturing snippets of, of real life rather than framing yeah. two people now you guys say this and it doesn't feel as staged um i've got to say the special effects are a little bit ropey but i've heard that they look better in the black and white version which i've not seen i'm still angry about i wouldn't know ben might know because he has seen the black and white version yeah looked a bit ropey. The 1% over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right just because i was patient and uh just got a good old sniff around to find a good version now um it looked yeah it looked a bit if iffy it looked a bit dodgy it looked a bit shiny and a bit wobbly but you know it didn't affect the the film for me too much it wasn't like oh this is unwatchable or this looks naff or still kind of creeped out by everything i saw and um i think the less of something you see the better it is but you know we see a lot of stuff in this a lot of stuff yeah um okay so um so how how do we start we start with david painting. david drayton painting roland do you pronounce it deschain or deschain i've always said deschain deschain i've always said yeah okay cool deschain deschain yeah um um with next to the dark tower on a field of roses i've still not even read the last three books of the dark tower so i don't really know what i'm talking about but it looks like something from the dark tower i imagine it probably is and yeah. um <laughs> uh so he's painting and then he goes to bed, leaves the painting in the attic, wherever his studio is. Do they nip down to the basement because there's a hurricane? Because he, yeah, he's cussing him, he's right cussing up. himself because he doesn't, he didn't think to take his painting down with him. Mm. But um, <laughs> just hold on to it, hold it against his body. But he leaves just to takes dry. his wife and kid. <laughs> yeah, not his painting. Yeah. Um, so that gets uh, like obliterated uh, by a tree. A hurricane knocks a tree into the house, through the window, right into the painting. Um, and then that's that's how we, we start the film. There's, there's trees have smashed everything up. There's some kind of history between David and uh, Raymond Holt. Holt. Yeah. Uh, I'm not too sure what. He's, um, I think it, it expands on it later on, but. They they're obviously troubled neighbours. They don't they they don't get on very well. And I think <laughs> I think there was point, a lawsuit, wouldn't there? Yeah, one has sued the other one, and David won because Captain Holt is not happy with him about it. And then when when his tree has fallen over and smashed their boathouse, he yeah. says, "I'm gonna gonna have to talk to him." But he, he sort of gears himself up for it. It's gonna be a shitty conversation with his neighbour because he'll just threaten to say, "Well, why don't you take me to court then?" Um, but he says, "No, I'm just going to go and be nice," and he and he is, and it looks like they're going to, you know, after a bit of a frosty start, he sort of, you know, sees that the guy is annoyed that his car has been smashed, and then he yeah. kind of offers to take him to the supermarket to do some errands. Yeah, so it's also quite friendly. It's a quite a little neighbourly. The supermarket, it's not the kind of supermarket you get in the, in the UK. It's not a Tesco. People seem quite happy to chat with each other in there. Yeah, no yeah. It's like everybody seems to sort of know each other. Like the staff are talking to people by name and that. Yeah. Not like that in the UK. People are just like, get out my bloody way. That's my trolley. Yeah. Don't look at me. Don't talk to me. 
don't bother touch me. me. Yeah. Don't touch me. I'll get and out of the way. And that's the staff. And that's the staff. That's just <laughs> the a check staff. Out lady. <laughs> that's how I talk to just kids running around. Get out of the fuck out I yeah. just keep my keys in my hand and just wheel around as I go around the supermarket. All right, I'm going to be doing this, and if you get hit, yeah. it's your it's own fault. problem. Well, I'm going to be doing this. <laughs> Kicking I'm just going to be swinging these nunchucks like this. If you happen, good sign. Um, so yeah, I mean, like we, it's kind of like a machine gun now of characters, where you're introduced to characters via. A line, a facial expression, a reaction to someone talking, like in such a quick succession that I, I could barely keep up. I was literally like, oh my God, how many characters are we establishing here? It's a good, like, dozen. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this is our first 2020 trigger, right? Because there's been a disaster and everyone is doing a mad pair of panic shopping and the shop's really busy. People picking the shelves clean. Yeah. Like, oh no. <laughs> I need at least 100 toilet rolls because, you know, I'm going to be doing a lot of shit in over the next few weeks. <laughs> this mist ain't going to stop me. You're right. Though. They they do have a lot of characters that we meet here. There's probably too many to go into. I think probably the most important ones that we want to mention is there's the, the checkout girl that everyone's friendly with. Um, there's the army guys who are getting ready for their big weekend away because they're about to get some lovely holiday. And most importantly... The hero of the piece, assistant manager Ollie, the best man. Oh Ollie yeah, makes, yeah. Assistant manager Ollie, but is he the is he the manager? No, he's an assistant manager. Yeah. Assistant um, to the manager. Yeah. Assistant yeah. <laughs> to the manager, and then yeah, so Marcia Gayharden is Mrs. Carmody as well. She's she's there at this point. She's just you know, if only she left two seconds before all this kicked off. So there is pretty much pandemonium everywhere. There's like um police cars driving everywhere um army trucks there's like a military police guy who comes into the supermarket and tells those um army dudes that look your leave's cancelled you gotta get back to the base your knobs and they're like ah yeah. oh, you'd be fuming wouldn't you i i pretend i hadn't heard him even if he was like right in my face i'd just be like what? yeah what's, it? what's this gutted put your headphones so in. my next yeah. set of leave is cancelled okay fair enough Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, but I've already left. <laughs> yeah, I've already left. I've already started that leave. So, uh, jokes on you. So, starting uh, from now, I've not. I, who you think I am? I'm not in the army. But you're wearing the no cosplay. <laughs> cosplay, yeah. I'm going to. But you're, to the... you, you're the guy from the Force Unleashed. I recognise your face. Anyone could recognise your face. It's a mask. Me. It's a really <laughs> good mask. That's a, what else that guy in? I did recognise him, but I didn't. I've not replayed really the force in the least. I, I mean, he's not in my chemical romance, but he's got the right look for it. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. The brow's a bit too strong, I think. It's like the strongest. Actually, yeah, <laughs> my chemical romance is not very. With that brow's that like, he could be in the Rasmus, couldn't he? <laughs> Erasmus. Ah, the Rasmus. In the shadow. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just needs a feather in his hair. That's what he had to go from the Rasmus, wasn't it? A little feather in his hair. What a look. Never caught on there, did it? Nope. Unlucky. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then it, does, it kicks off fairly quickly. The, the, mist the, the alarms go off, the sirens yeah, go off, which are always terrifying. And then Dale yeah. comes legging it in, doesn't he? Dale from The Walking Dead, bit of a nosebleed, saying there's something in the mist. It just got a, you know, a character that we assume everyone knows. 
everyone get inside because the the mist is and it rolls in it rolls in that's the only way was the only thing a mist can do really is roll in there's nothing else it can do can it it doesn't get past the door like even like the gaps in the door no no, there's no separation it just goes right not allowed in there got you um there's a weird bit like where early (laughs) earlier on they sort of noticed a mist like when they're when they're at home near the house right yeah, and they kind of make yeah. out this weird. I'm like, I don't think I'd ever look at mist and go, "That's weird. That's a weird looking mist." Yeah, so, there are, there are some weird looking mists. Like when when you drive around here in, in the winter, like above like yeah. uh, pigs fields and stuff. It, like I can see why people believed in ghosts or like wisps and stuff because it, it's so thick and it kind of hangs in like ghoulish looking shapes and stuff. It's quite interesting. Candy floss, just, white yeah. candy floss. Yeah, yeah, but it it comes rolling in like pretty quick, sharp. Uh, yeah that dude gets to the store they close all the doors um which is a bit weird because i think people some people would just like barge their way out wouldn't they they'd just be like oh out of the way a few people do don't they because you see other people out in the car park just legging it to their cars before yeah. the what, that, would, you do? that would be me i'd have zero patience i yeah, would I'd definitely like uh, i'd definitely be gone i'd be like out of the way i got places to be and then i die then i get split, uh, torn in half by a arachnid uh scorpion <laughs> Thing. I don't know <laughs> something. Uh, it's pretty nuts, but yeah, I think the the concept of what the mist is and and where it came from, and what, obviously we will get into that. But I think it's really cool. Like, yeah, I just love I just love the thought of it. I'd love to see more of like where it came from, and maybe you know, imagine a movie set in that world as well. Bloody crazy, mate! It's got the old like Lovecraftian <laughs> sort of vibes to it as well, which I think yeah, as soon as you put tentacles coming out of the mist that gives it the Lovecraftian flavour um, I can't remember where I read um, the reason that Frank Darabont the director wanted it to be in black and white was because the whole thing was meant to be like an homage to Attack of the Killer stuff mm. yeah films. like old black and white like creature features right I read uh, yeah. I read an interview with him where he, where he spoke about it yeah and I imagine it would have uh, it would have worked wonderfully. Maybe one day we'll get to see that version, Luke. <laughs> I can't wait. You can only hope. Um, so they're locked. They're locked in there. Um, it doesn't take too long before uh, David is is I don't know why he's, he's in the back rooms. He's doing something. Goes to get a blanket uh, for the kid, I think, because okay. the Ollie yeah. tells him that the blankets are in the back, and he nips back there and finds out that the generator. Um, because the power's gone off because of the storm, um, it's the vent has backed up, so therefore it's pumping gross old diesel all over the warehouse. Yeah. So he t- so he turns it off. Yeah. And then um, and then he notices something, rap rap rapping on the door. Yeah. Okay. So he goes and tells some people about it. There's <laughs> uh, William Sadler, Norm, who I think is. Uh, the Shermanator from American Pie. That's another guy we didn't uh, we didn't list is Shermanator. Yeah. Oh, how do we forget him? Ollie, Ollie Weeks, um, a couple of other people as well. Um, but they go, and this bit's like frustrating. Like Dan Drayton, David Drayton is telling them, like, don't don't go outside into the mist because there's something bad there. But they're not listening. They're like, shut up. Just because you think you're, just because you can paint, 
Mr. You're Big not... Shot, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Big, Mr. Big Pants over here. They've Billy Big Bollocks. Like, they've got like an Mr. immediate G- chip on their shoulder about him. They're like, all right, just because you can... Pa-. And I think the quote here is, he goes, oh, just because you can paint and you know people from New York and LA, yeah. next time you've got an idea, better count your teeth first because I'll smash your face in. And it's like... Yeah. It's just yeah. like, oh, for fuck's sake. Give it a rest, lads. Yeah. My God, we're all in this together. Like, literally, the unwillingness of people to believe certain things that people say, no matter what the evidence is, slapping them in the face, is like just annoying, proper annoying. And the thing is, you know, it'll become that is completely true to life. That there will be a lot, there will be people like that, skeptics, yeah. immediate skeptics, who take a stance and refuse to move from that stance until they're dead. Probably personified by. Raymond Holt's character and the way he reacts to it, uh, yeah. but I, I I thought that was really kind of believable. I can definitely picture people being like that. Yeah, like just opposed to even taking a look because they they won't want to prove wrong or anything. But at this um, point, he's not even claiming there are monsters, is he? He's just saying there was something banging on the door. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. so don't don't just go going out there willy nilly, and they are having none of it. Yeah, just like oh, it's just a massive wind up, and it? it's like. In what universe am I cu- taking you to the supermarket, teaming up with my mates to wind you up? Like, wh- like what? It, and it happens to coincide with the fact that this mist is here as well. Who do you think I am? Yeah. Yeah. And all those sirens what went off, so the military for? think it's a bad, you know, it's a bad old business. The whole town's in on it. Yeah. Whole just town's to... in on it just to make him look kind of silly for yeah. ten seconds. But they don't Truman shit. They don't. They don't take kindly to this, so they send the Shermanator out to. They put the power <laughs> on, and they open the door a little bit so he can go out and clear the Shermanator, clear the exhaust pipe. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. he gets um gets Shermanated, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poor old Shermanator. What was good about Shermanator is that he did end up with somebody at the end of one of the American Pie films, and I think there was a bit he where he ends up with um, Shannon Elizabeth from um, from Jack. Yes, Brown. he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, does. he ends it's up the with ultimate uh, happy ending. So it all it all shakes out for him, but not in this yeah. film. No, something um, shakes out. Um, yeah. Uh, so the tentacles come. The tentacles are like uh, I don't know mean looking tentacles with giant sharp bits on them and they don't even just like uh grab uh politely they kind of like uh pluck bits of flesh yeah off off his yeah. leg and his, and his chest it like pops off of him and it goes over um thomas jane's face um i mean it's it's horrendous and also like the none of the people who put sherman up to this are even helping they're kind uh, of they shocked stand by there absolutely yeah. cacking the ducks don't they they have got <laughs> They've got nothing. I mean, it's pathetic, really, isn't it? That's what's frustrating it's, about it's, it. It's all it's all up to um, Thomas Jane, uh, David, and um, Ollie. Ollie. And when Thomas... So Shermanator gets pulled off by the... I mean... He gets, <laughs> he gets slapped off. <laughs> he gets, and the Shermanator gets, gets really pulled off, right? Yeah, yeah. And he gets eaten by tentacles. But as he's getting like, eaten, like, the, the CG doesn't look good. And this bit, in particular, his face... Looks like it's been photoshopped on with like a face swap app on top yeah. of the tentacles. Um, I mean, it, it gets carried outside. But the, the when Thomas Jane like punches um, William Sadler in the face, I felt it, and I was like, yeah. so there with him. But yeah. like that's that's only that's not even oh, like, that feeling just gets worse and worse and worse when uh, Miss yeah. Carmody starts to 
come into it. But, but you're right, Thomas Jane is having none of it. And you wonder why he let him, because clearly, unless the anger pushed him to a new level of strength, why did he take that guff from him in the first place when he could clearly beat him up quite easily? Also, if he was a real uh, painter type person, I mean, he wouldn't be Thomas Jane, he'd be Bob Ross. So if you imagine Bob Ross <laughs> yeah. or someone like that. Like, here's a cute little uh, tentacle here just coming in, just coming in from the West. Isn't it cute? It's cool. It I just want to see to Bob Ross hello. doing Lovecraftian things. <laughs> just wants to say hello. Boop. He just wants to boop you. <laughs> oh, no, it's taking a bit of flesh. Don't worry, it's just hungry. Yeah. Just hungry. He's just, just pulling him off there. <laughs> yeah. You just oh, want to see what the Shermanator tastes like. Yeah. You've got to do a YouTube video of that. Yeah. yeah. So um, he beats up the... <laughs> Thomas Jane beats yeah. up the other mechanics and basically says, it's your fault. You let that kid die. So fuck you. Um, and then he he has the foresight as the doors are closing to chop off a bit of the tentacle. That'll be handy proof yeah. later on. And then and then they go out and said, right, we've, we've kind of got to tell everyone what the what the deal even is even the children even yeah. the children will um, somebody please think of the children but he doesn't no, he doesn't think know of them. that there's blood sucking tentacles out there and they're gonna get you <laughs> <laughs> yeah they will just to clarify they will get you yeah. um, <laughs> and you're right captain uh, captain raymond holt he loses his mind that he would even that he might be trying to trick him yeah yeah <laughs> Because if there's one oh, thing man, he hates, it's looking slightly foolish. It's practical jokes. I imagine Raymond Holt isn't a fan. Maybe that's what he sued him humor. for. Yeah. It's still so weird seeing Raymond Holt in this film now. Just because he's such a silly character, like generally. But um, it's good. That, uh, so who else? There's like, I guess some people are starting to believe... Andre. Everyone at first sort of like kicks off. Like the store manager says, oh that you guys are messing about. And then yeah. he, he takes, for some reason, he takes a few, but not Captain Holt to the back to show them the tentacle. I bet um, want to go. I, don't, I think Captain Holt's just like, nah, no, I won't someone even. else. No, you're <laughs> story walking. I won't even accept that I was tricked enough to go and look at this absolute proof that you've got. Because I don't yeah, want to go yeah. back there and you go, uh, or you know, you walk through the door and then they put some cling film across the door and he goes, oh! <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like the the hand from a Jackass movie. Yeah. You know, the one that slaps him. Yeah. Oh hey, Raymond, could you just carry this suit? Yeah. <laughs> could you yeah. just carry this whole tray of cupcakes? <laughs> There's a bucket above the door. Just after you. After you, Raymond. Yeah. You, uh, um, yeah, it, yeah. So he doesn't right. even want to go and look. But the others go through and they have a look and they poke the spooky tentacle with the broom. It thrashes about and then dissolves into a puddle conveniently making sure it's gone so it won't be future proof yeah sneaky oh, tentacle yeah, yeah. very sneaky the sneakiest yeah. so they like they close up the supermarket there is one woman who is carol from the walking dead who's like oh I'll go because i've left my bloody eight week old baby at home with a four week old <laughs> i don't know she like said it's like an eight-year-old with her yeah. she's like i left my four-year-old in charge of the goldfish, so she's got to go. Sometimes um, she forgets to watch her. Won't anyone? Won't anyone come and walk me home? And she what, asks yeah, several of our major she, characters. 
why does she act like that? Like, it's anyone else's responsibility to, like, walk her home. And I know it kind of sucks because it's a bit awkward because you see everyone like, oh, bloody hell. But you wouldn't, would you? You'd go, look, if you really got to go, then go. But I ain't dying too. Do they know that they, there's, I suppose they do know that the potential of death is out there now. Yeah, I mean, has yeah. this was this before or after the Shermanator? Was this not just before that? So maybe we haven't answers. We have heard people screaming in the mists. Yeah, and I can't remember yeah. who it was. Someone went out there and just started screaming. Just people who were outside immediately, I guess, like as yeah. they were closing the doors. It's still part. It's still part of a massive practical joke, all right? It's just people are. He's employed people to scream in the mist to yeah. make uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine do look ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, but all it she, is. she work, does yeah. chip off, doesn't she? She heads off into the into the mist. Yeah, yeah. She's like, she's "Screw screaming. you guys, see you later." And uh, obviously, it's a uh, it's setting something up. Um, yeah, there we go. It happens. Yeah, happens. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we get a lot of um, another little cinematic, uh, not trick, but technique that Frank Darabont does a lot is a lot of fade into black. To show passage of time, which I, I think yeah. works quite well. I always like a fade to black in a movie. Um, so we move on a little bit further. I think by now Miss Carmody is already. She is. She's starting oh. to have her ideas about. I think she's just much. She sort of gains in confidence as the film goes, and yeah. she's had her first discussions of, hey, like this is, this is Jesus and his dad. They. Um, they're, they're they're pissed off with you lot, and they've had they've had a gutful. Speaking of having a gutful, sorry, the dog is like I, the thing is, him outside. But with a sec, carry I on. I could imagine, I could imagine her having the effect she does have on some people over a much longer period of time. It's almost like the yeah. fact that it kind of seems to happen over the course of what a day and a the half, two days. Like that, the, the story goes. Feel. It feels a bit too much. I mean, it's but it's believable, as I said, believable to a degree, but maybe not quite as intense as it does happen. Because it almost happens. She like, does have the, the breakdown of society in the film, where Piggy says, "I'll be your friend" or oh, something. Yeah. So if I need a friend like oh, you, yeah. I'll just spot down and shit one out. Thanks. Oh, I mean, <laughs> how, like, is she, a good how is she? How is she like friends with God? Surely she should reflect on that. Glass you watch a lot of Frankie Boyle, I reckon, on YouTube. She's got them all. All the zingers ready to go. Um, yeah, but you're right. Two days is a bit quick. I feel like that's a bit of a Stephen King thing, uh, where he kind of puts this small uh, microcosms of society together and, and makes them um, grotesque versions of certain aspects of society to sort of show them at, yeah. at odds. Um, he, does, he does something quite similar in the stand. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. 
We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Disney, but obviously on a quite a much bigger scale in terms of societies building up and it almost feels like there's a certain part when this comes to a head this cat this the behavior of this character mrs carmody when it comes to a head it almost feels like something that you would see after at the end of a a series you know at the end of a series of the walking dead yeah this yeah. is like, this the, like she is like a character that you like your heroes turn up to a like a settlement that's had like this yeah. for months and she's the person that's risen to the top there. You kind of find her when she's there. She doesn't feel like someone who would yeah. rise to power while those other people were you know, those normal yeah, people. There's were, nothing about yeah. there's nothing about her that like she's not you know, sometimes with characters like that, with um charismatic people um and sort of the leaders and the rich and obviously yeah she's trying to manipulate people by preying on their fears but there's no kindness to her i think sometimes with a character like that you need a side a side of you which is a, a kindness side which is almost allows people to be drawn in and then suddenly right here's all the horrible venom and stuff to yeah. deal with that but for yeah. some very reason good. and to, to be no honest good. i mean i'm not claiming that i'm a nice person here but when she first starts in these opening scenes, I'd have snuck her out the back door and said, oh, no, Sherman's out there. He said he's... Um, Sherman. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, who's he Sherman? Said, it, was, it, was actually, it was actually Jesus that came and fetched him. You want to go and see what he's up to? Out. <laughs> Jesus is there to fetch you, Shermanator. God, stop calling me that. I've not been in those films for five, six years. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she'd have been off. She'd have been she'd have been slurped right off into the fog. Missed, sorry. But so her immediate thing, her immediate thing, slurped. Her immediate thing is that yeah, this is this is God is 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 wrath upon us for treating him like a right knob, um, and now he's brought a mist full of horrible shite. What is annoying? What is annoying is she gets sorry, sorry Andy. What sorry? is annoying is that she gets proved right. To the very, to the very smallest degree, like she says, someone will die when people are dying, and then someone dies, and someone says, "See, she said someone would die. She knows it." It's doesn't, like doesn't she like... suggest killing the kid right early on as well? Like as she she's she's got to make sacrifices and so on, doesn't she? I don't remember yeah. her saying about the kid straight away. Okay, maybe she All does right. though. I don't think she does say. I think somebody mentions when they notice that she's being quite problematic somebody does mention she'll be offering us offering us up for uh our sacrifices soon and yeah, that yeah pretty much is exactly what happens so it's almost like i think Ollie no mentions it yeah i think Ollie mentions it at some point but you're right she's saying that basically god is mugged off because you've retconned this character so many times and she clarifies that he's not he's not the nice god 
from mm. from like you know the 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 new Bible, uh, <laughs> NU Bible, and she's not like um, and he's not the god from this one. He's the OG god, and he's yeah. um, he's not having he's not having any of it. And this is the and I think that one of the other characters actually says to her like, "Oh no, I believe in God as well, just not the." the shit one that you've made up i think even william sadler at this point this is what's annoying about his his character arc even william sadler at this point is like oh shut up you stupid even he's like 100 percent against the stuff she's saying and he's kind of yeah yeah so when he i guess i guess certain things happen to him which turn him to the other side but still a little bit frustrating zealot wow so at night um Loads of these like in flying insects that are huge start landing on the windows. Um, and so sort of, I don't think they do anything they, it's because of the light, isn't it? They yeah. talk about them attracting because they're setting yeah. up the, the shop with all these emergency lights, and there's the lights in the that are in there anyway. And they start landing on the glass. And yeah. this is where our religious preacher lady, and again, part of the thing is like. Unless you've read all those books, she could just be making it up. She's like, oh, she might just be saying things in old-timey language. She likes I told to you things and... would land on window. Um, <laughs> I told you things would land on window. That, that, was remember, not, that wasn't page, in the book. Yeah. Page 25 of the Bible here, it says... Terry um, 319. And... The things landed on the window. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, spooky <laughs> books land, landeth on the window. And lo, it did happen. And lo, it did bring a... F- Pterodactyls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the pterodactyls are just popping in for a, a quick snack of the the bugs that have got human faces. They're like weird little yeah. skeleton faces. If this was a game, these are the first enemies you come across. You know, these yeah. are the small minor enemies which you can kill like with a swing of a melee weapon or something. Yeah. Nothing, nothing to worry about too much. But the pterodactyls that follow, a little bit more tricky. They're going to take a few bullets. Yeah, and they're they're special pterodactyls as well. They're like X-wing pterodactyls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, they they smash through the window, um, and then chaos erupts. Um, one of the checkout ladies gets stung in the neck. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and just suffocate. after she found love as well. Just after she found love with a guy. She the found portrait. love in a hopeless place. <laughs> after after she found love with the Ras- with um, the Rasmus slash um oh, yeah, it was him. Somebody as an absolute beast, right? Don't they? They try and get a mop with all the <laughs> gasoline on it. And not, and then when they light it, they just <laughs> they drip <laughs> they over the bucket <laughs> and light themselves on fire. Like oh, no wonder he wants to kill himself afterwards. It's like, be, he's he's like, where's the, it's like been like, where's the cone? Where's the cone? <laughs> they would put a sign out. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not he, good. He I mean, it's almost like one of the it, most painful deaths because it doesn't even end soon. No. And Thomas Jane takes, you know, he has a good back and forth with the old pterodactyl attacking it with a stick. Uh, is it the mop? I think it's just the, he, the mop he's in. I think he breaks the mop bit and it catches mop. on fire. Then he just uses that like, thing the mop like handle. A mush, a mush on the floor and he's just hitting it. For ages, yeah. and Toby like, Jones has got like a little snub-nosed uh, revolver, which he's yeah. like, oh yeah, he gets it out of the... aiming. Um, <laughs> was it? He's got a little snub-nose. Amanda has it in her bag. <laughs> says, "Oh, here's the, here's the gun. Here's the gunny. Here's yeah. gunny." 
there's obviously a horrible bit where um david's son like stands in the middle of the uh in one of the aisles while the four winged beast is coming towards him and uh toby jones is aiming the gun and you're just like oh my god please no just please no yeah but luckily luckily david grabs him right at the last yeah. second before he, he kills the and fish. he shoots him yeah he shoots the um, he shoots the pterodactyl and there's yeah. that is this is this what pushes that lady over the edge because there's a lady so. that's looking after him yeah i think yeah. so someone just he's said like, to him like yeah and he almost died it's all right he's still alive i think yeah. he's just thinking oh i used to get so stressed when i had kids when they were young then he moved they've moved out they've grown, grown up now i'm looking after a kid again can't handle it can't handle yeah. it Either that or when she'd all like, you know, she was just getting through. Right, the mist, that was bad. The tentacles slurping people off, pretty stressed. But the poisonous bugs, that's pretty bad. If I see a pterodactyl today, that's it for me. It says here that Ollie is a former regional shooting champion. Is that brought Yeah, up? he says yeah, that. He says, He's yeah. like, yeah, I've done it. Everyone's like, what are you doing with a good Ollie? He goes, I... I was the regional champion or, or something like that. Like it, it's a bit of a, of bit of a weird flex. All right, Ollie, it is a bit of a weird everyone's, flex. Uh, <laughs> you know, weird. Everyone's everyone's giving him grief because he's like quite a you know he's a, a man who's small in stature. He's got his glasses. He's got, I'm the best at shooting actually. Show us your party trick. What's your hidden talent? And he's like, well, you never guess what. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> <laughs> Not even got a gun. Just like if I had a gun, yeah, 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 he'd be yeah. dead. <laughs> but his fingers are smoking as well. <laughs> he can do like that um, Red Dead Re- Red Dead Redemption bit where it all goes slow yeah, motion. Nice. He's like, yeah, very nice. Yeah, um, very nice. I so like it. we we kind of know that everything in the mist is deadly at this point. Um, the guy who burned himself is like in immense pain, and they're like they need to go to the pharmacy next door. Although I don't know yet, because I think they send out the biker. Yeah, I think he leaves at the same time that uh, we've um, we've jumped over it a little bit. You know when Raymond Holt is going to take all his the people oh. who are really in with him. Yeah, you yeah. think just a bloody joke in it. They're just they're just going to wander away, and the biker man says that he will he will go out. I know it's. I've, I've conjured it. Like I can see you're thinking of Biker Meister and Mars right yeah. now. But um, <laughs> yeah, you can see it in your eyes. But um, when when the biker man from wherever he's from is going to go out, he leaves. He leaves at the same time as um, as Raymond Holt, and he goes out on a piece of string so they can they can see how far he's gone. They just end up, and I've written in my notes here, fishing for legs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They end up just pulling his legs back, um, and that is when we never find out what happens to Captain Raymond Holt. He could be fine. Yeah. Wait, do, wait. He doesn't go, does he? Does he go? He does he leaves and he wander like they wander off into the mist? Ah. And the last that we see of Raymond Holt, he's just kind of looking quizzically into the distance, wondering what's yeah. going to happen. Interesting. Thinking to, thinking to yeah. himself, "Ha, I was not tricked." That's weird. You would think that maybe he'd pop up again somewhere later. Yeah. It would. In fact, it would have more impact if he was the one. Well, I don't want to. Again, don't want to spoil it. But it'd be more impact if he was the one taking the place of a certain short-haired. <laughs> ben frozen. That was weird. As his lights are going off. Did the power just go at Ben's house? Like the lights just went off. That's freaky. 
I've seen Ben freeze and his lights have gone off. That is really freaky. Has he been slapped off by the tentacles or is it a whole host situation? It got very hosty then. The lights just went off and then Ben froze like a, at the same time. That's... I'm going to take a picture of this. You can see. Wow, that's terrifying. Wow. Hopefully, hopefully he comes back. Um, much like he was explaining that um, it would be good if Captain Raymond Holt has. And I think he's right. If we'd seen in another section... <laughs> if we'd seen another section, Raymond Holt um, come back into the... But we never find out what happens to him. Unless... Yeah. Have you... Have you? Do you remember seeing anything happen to him? Did we hear screams or anything? I don't think we did. I, I, I couldn't even remember him leaving. So... Uh, hang on, what's Ben saying? He's saying, I'll wet the powers back on. He's going to have to boot back up. Okay, all right, no worries. Well, uh, he can join so, us in sec, yeah. in case we In case we don't edit this, so Ben is on his way back. He has not been slurped off by any <laughs> tentacles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so R- I couldn't even remember him leaving. Uh, so I don't think we do find out what happens to him. Um, but Miss Carmody takes... Um, all these deaths as like uh, more evidence, so she's getting more people on her side now. Um, it sure takes the bad night they've had as well. Someone's died, and if we, if you don't listen to me enough, then more people are going to die tomorrow night when more pterodactyls come. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they go to the pharmacy because the burnt guy is he's burnt badly. It's it's not going to heal on its own. He's like, wait, well, I think he wants to die. Like he's saying, kill me. He kind of so says, painful. like, if you can't, if you can't get me any medicine, then honestly, just give me the gun. I'll do it myself. I think he says, like, yeah, yeah. He's in horrendous so, pain because he's been because in that comedy accident he had, he ends up being almost entirely burned, like all over. Right. It's almost as painful as when you pluck a nose hair. Have you ever oh. done that? <laughs> so i've got a bit of a rogue eyebrow here or worse (laughs) still if you've got like a rogue eyelash imagine that oh yeah (laughs) but um Um, yeah he's probably in that level of pain so a few of the gang some of our major characters um so um death from bill and ted um ollie uh, ollie David, Ollie. Yeah. So they all uh, go next door to the pharmacy and they're going to see, they sort of explain to the others and we're getting more of a divide in the group. Here that... he is. Uh, I've no idea what happened, but my electricity just all switched off. It was really weird because we saw the lights go off and just your face remained. It was like a, a jump scare from a host. <laughs> Oh man, um, I'm gonna have to. I was just, I was gonna say I'll do it on my phone, but I've got barely any battery. So let me just log back in. I might need a couple of seconds. Uh, yeah. What 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 do you want to do? Were you guys? Did you guys carry on? We're just carrying yeah, on. They're, they're in the pharmacy now. They're in. They've <laughs> okay. just gone to the pharmacy, Ben. So I'll, yeah, they've uh, arrived there. Let me let me reboot and I'll I'll join the call. You guys carry on. I'll join the call in a minute, right? Okay, that's good. All right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> this is very 
dynamic podcasting. We've shown we've shown ourselves to be yeah. real real pioneers. But the um yes, they go to the pharmacy only to find out that what's happened there is they've done the opposite of what they did in the supermarket. Instead of sealing the doors up, what they've done is propped them open. Why would you do that? Why would you you hear you see the mist come in, you hear the screams and you think better let this draft all the way in. Or we just think or we just blow blow through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But in there seemed seemed to me to get one of the worst deaths. Uh worst deaths in the uh in the film. There's like these killer spiders in there that lay eggs in your back or something. All over you. And over their you. webs are not only sticky, but they appear to be quite burny as well. I don't understand how that works. They must have two types of webs. Because you something that sticks to something can't also burn it. Surely. I mean, how could they've got those ones where the people are stuck against the wall? It's very aliens. Yeah. Yeah, they fill you up with spiders. Yeah, maybe it's a bit like, you know how when you're just using your mouth and you do hot breath or cold breath, if you do a wide or a small mouth, <laughs> yeah. maybe that's what the spiders do they can do a sticky web or a, or a burny one yeah um, the burny one's kind of crazy because uh, it it doesn't start burning it's like something from cube it's like a a trip from uh, a trap from cube like it goes all the way through it doesn't stop burning um, yeah. and it, they, it keeps on it but they do. The guys do some. Like the spiders will come down in a bit, I guess. First thing they do is they go in there. They see that there's people all, all webbed up um, by the spiders, and they find the military policeman who told the soldiers, who have gone at least um, the Rasmus did. Yeah. Um, they go and they find out that, the military policeman who told them the holiday was cancelled. He is the person they find, who grabs someone. Um, he is not quite dead. And he grabs someone and is able to mutter that he's very sorry and it's all their fault. And this is where we get the first indication of what the mist is. I guess you can always imply from the beginning that it's something to do with the army base that's up in the mountains. Yeah. But this is when he is like, this is all our fault. We're real sorry. And then to show our sorry is he explodes into spiders. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's kind of great. And also like... Uh... Someone's like what, like stamping on the spiders or something as they sort of tumble out. They're the small ones. Yeah, they're um, the baby spiders, but then the big ones also turn up, right? And this is the ones that can do the sticky or the acid. Uh, they've also got kind of human faces as well. So yeah. Very human-like faces. Do you reckon uh, they're related to the to the wasps? <laughs> yeah, I think they're, they they've got similar faces. Yeah, yeah they've, got, they've got similar faces. But they are they gobbing things, and this is where everyone's doing some incredible matrix dodging, right? Because especially the army guy, they're properly like, yeah, ducking out the way of these um, strings of web. It kind of makes you want to try it yourself, but I mean, it does look quite deadly, quite dangerous. Um, like one guy get he gets a bit of web on his leg, and it saws his leg off. Right? Does it yeah. come all the way off? Yeah, yeah I'm not sure if it comes all the way, but it's. Very burny, certainly. <laughs> Someone else gets a gobful of it a bit later on, don't they? Someone grabs some Savlon while we're in yeah. the, <laughs> while we're in the Is it like bee or wasps thing? Is that oh is it vinegar or soap that I need? <laughs> yeah. It's used both. Um <laughs> so they they get out of there uh with some bits of the knee, but by the time they get back, burn the burning man 
is already dead. Yeah. Um, so he didn't make it. So um, who gets out? So um, David, um, Ollie, he saves the day again. Like literally a spider is in front of them at the door and he blows it away. He's, I think he misses a shot this entire, like at, at the end yeah. of this film, they'll do all the like stats and awards. And I think he gets 100% accuracy. Yeah, he wins the regional championship for this yeah, film. Yeah, he gets the he gets like a little medal for best accuracy for the yeah. whole for the whole thing. Um, yeah, they, they, one of the army guy that went makes it back out as well. Um, so one of the mechanics is the one that gets a face full of spiders and the spiders eat him. But yeah. it's our main one, so death. He he is scarred by the whole event, which is what sees him go on to join a certain religious cult who has gained in power because one of the wasps landed on her chest and didn't sting oh, yeah. her, right? It was like, nah, you're all right. I, but wasps do that all the time. If you don't react, quite often they'll just sort of leave you alone. Uh, Ben's back. He is Hello. back again. A man uh, they, on the streets. Uh, they, <laughs> a roving reporter. Got... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the mist out there, yeah. Bad yeah. out there. Looks terrible. Looks ever so thick. As a as a wasp landed on you and it didn't sting you, so now you're a religious uh, prophet. I'm a religious prophet. I'm a zealot. Yeah. I'm a poet, but I don't know it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what are you guys up to? The guys have just encountered the horrid spiders at the at the pharmacy, and then they've just run back. Oh, Do you have yeah. anything you want to add about the spiders, Ben? Uh, I mean, they've got really venomous horrible they're squirting stuff out aren't they all their web their webs are acidic sometimes yeah. hot, sometimes melty yeah <laughs> yeah what do, what do they go there for oh they go there for just some painkillers for old bernie bernie mcburnison <laughs> someone's got yeah. an headache <laughs> yeah someone's got an absolutely banging headache stonk on it's a migraine it's not the same someone's got a stonk on probably someone probably has got a stonk on they're probably like cool i might not ever get out of this alive who's looking attractive ollie he's a regional champion yeah yeah um so they're back and then we have a we have kind of would you call it just a necessary time jump? Because Thomas Jane is real tired and he has a little sleep and he wakes up and basically a load of people are religious now. He yeah. slept for like a day. The, the, yeah, the weirdest one is William Sadler. Like Since he came back from the pharmacy, he's like, oh, I had a near, near-death experience then. Before, where I pretty much just told the religious nut to shut the frick up. Now I'm well on board of it. I'm oh, well on I board. forgot the, the highlight of before they went to the shop. You know who else goes to the shop with them? Dale from The Walking Dead and Grandma and yeah. the, the old Frozen lady green giant the old there. lady, yeah she proper clocks her with a tin of green giant when she's going oh god's oh, yeah. gonna want to love it yeah. <laughs> I love it, that's absolutely wonderful, she, she points out how it's okay via the bible, she like goes oh in the bible you can you can waz tins at people if you don't like what they're saying and she's like Stone people, yeah. fair comment yeah Fair That's enough. Fair comment. Yeah. yeah. And she goes, Oh, I've got plenty more where that came from. I've got tins of broad beans here as well. That's that pack of punch. <laughs> and the thing, about tins, <laughs> the thing about tins. Fuck you out. They're not used up. They're not going to be gone. Just pick them back up, wazz them again. Yeah. Exactly. Just a bit dented. They'll be fine. Manager special. Uh, put a yellow sticker on them. 
What would you do right. in this scenario? Because <laughs> someone does make a point that, you know, we should just stay, hunker down and stay and have the food. Do they mainly want to leave because there is a religious uprising happening in the small community of a tiny supermarket? I think yeah, so. Probably, because, uh, you know, it's when you're in the streets and one of those religious preachers there, you don't want to hang around there. You want to move on, don't you? Yeah. Why's a tin of beans to get out of there? Yeah. <laughs> Who threw that? Nobody knows. So, getting toward, towards the end now, I mean, the army people, um, two of them have killed themselves because of the guilt of opening up a portal to... Did they the, feel the guilty that Rasmus's second hit? Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Guilty. It's quite a niche thing to feel guilty about, isn't it? Like, I'm not, I was going to say, like, if you're, <laughs> I was, I was going to make a joke, I think it might be in poor taste. What I was going to say is, uh, on a suicide hotline, I'm like, what do you feel guilty about? I've only gone and opened up a portal to another dimension and loads of things come out. It's like, I'm not qualified to deal with that. Sorry. Yeah. And they only worked <laughs> there. It wasn't them that said, like, open dimensional vortex, yes, no. Yes, yeah. go on holiday. Yeah. They just went. Um, <laughs> yes, go on holiday. <laughs> but the, Mrs. Carmody like blames the sort of only remaining uh, uh, military guy, Starkiller. She blames him. Like, oh, it was him. He did it. He loves. He loves the interdimensional stuff. He loves it. But he loves the creatures out there. If she if she admits that the army did it, surely that proves that it isn't God. But then she's like, ah, uh, no. What they did was they made God Angry really God. cross, and yeah. then he's and then he sent the, like, the ghoulies. Where in the where in the Bible are all these ghoulies? Where in the Bible is there like a two hundred and fifty foot tall, long legged Mac Daddy who's walking around <laughs> crushing things? <laughs> Someone in the back. Um, like that's the whole thing, though. Like I say, because somewhere near the back, <laughs> unless everyone's read it, it's like that bit from. Uh-oh. Oh no! Done again. <laughs> I was going to say, it's like that bit from The Grinch with The Book of Who, where if you haven't yeah. read it, she'd be like, oh, as The Book of Who says, God sends all the ghoulies to get you. Um, and unless unless you challenge her on it and say, what page does it say that on? Then yeah. people are just eating that up. <laughs> he looks like he's been got even more this time. For the listeners, Ben's been got by the ghost from Host again. And as... As they as they say in the Bible, Luke, um, if you if you podcast on a on a Tuesday, then sometimes you'll get hosted. Yeah, bless him. Look at him smiling away. <laughs> yeah, he's uh... quite, he was quite happy in the afterlife. <laughs> um, so, where yeah, so they, the... they killed they killed the army guy by now? Yeah, right? they they, okay. they stab him. But they don't. Maybe they. Is it to assuage their guilt, or is it just because things get better? Like they, he gets stabbed and everything, but they don't physically kill him. Then they chuck him out the door into feed him to the beast, don't they? Yeah, and then I could I I couldn't pick out what this is meant to be. He just gets got by a fairly unseen one, like a giant crab. It's got like claws, I think, because it rips them in. Is it? You, we've heard it a few times. I think it's the one that got the biker as well, the biker man from. <laughs> the Wikipedia says it's a um, it's there like a is. mantis-like character. Here you go. Uh, yeah, having some problems in South Bristol, it would seem. So uh, I have to do it like this. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Can. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. we just so... said the army man. Then he gets stabbed and then chop, 
chucked out the door and then something gets him. Um, the Wikipedia oh, yeah. says that it's uh, like a mantis creature. So I'm imagining, hang on a second, all these weird and wonderful animals, maybe the dimension they've opened is the Pokemon dimension. That's a side, that's a, that's <laughs> that's a side a that. that's got him. Beedrills came through earlier on and then there's Aerodactyls that came in. That's it, we've cracked it. I mean, it oh. goes proper mental, doesn't it? It goes proper biblical at this point. It's like... It's quite a it's quite a reach to think that people would potentially react in this way, but maybe they're scared. So you know, but yeah. still, doesn't she say? Doesn't Mrs. Carmody say, "Get a boy, get a little boy"? That's the next morning. So they kind of they chuck him ah, out, that's right. and she says, "Well, now we've done a sacrifice tonight, so everything will be absolutely sound. So um, yeah, yeah. So tomorrow, what's it going to be?" Tomorrow, what's the next thing? And this is when all the all of our goodies decide that they are going to they're going to chip off, and then yeah, see you later. Everyone everyone gets together, and in the morning, so it's um, David, the shop the shop's manager, Ollie, um, our other main our other main the teacher from The Walking Dead, um, Dale from The Walking Dead, and Grandma. He throws yeah. the tinnies. All of those, all of those guys get together and basically say, "Right, we are." It's just before dawn. Ollie has put like a couple of bags of shopping. He's got a couple of bags for life stacked up, and they're going to go. And then um, all the others, the general congregation, are all asleep. But it's like bloody Return of the Jedi. It's like Jabba's palace. Like Mrs. Yeah. Carmody set up a big trap rather than just go. <laughs> like, no planning to escape. Sees them. What she's done is she's moved the shop in and then is like waiting like a Bond villain for them to turn around and be like, <laughs> stealing food, yeah. aren't we? <laughs> yeah. She's got like she's got like a right hand man as well who's come out of nowhere, like a butcher dude, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's got a butcher, she's got a baker, she's got a candlestick maker all lined up. <laughs> kind of, they're all yeah. mini bosses you've got to fight. Yeah. And she's she's having none of it. Just think of it though, they were all getting the did she have to tell all of that right, you pretend to be asleep, pretend to be right, this is gonna be so good. But <laughs> maybe, maybe when she thought that um David was tricking, um what she thought, tricking people. That's an idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get in on that. And she's tricked them into thinking that they're asleep, but no, she's a plan. And this is Ben when she says, Right, better sacrifice the boy, I guess. Oh, and and that woman who I have taken against for no reason, yeah. despite the fact the only thing she did was offered to be my friend. Yeah. She wants to squat, squat down and shit, out, shit her out. The thing is, I feel like, with it being a Stephen King story, there's a version of this story where the kid got sacrificed. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, do, he has no qualms of like murdering other kids in his stories. At all. In fact, I think he quite likes it. His puppet chart <laughs> death in there. Yeah. Uh, but they get out, but not before Ollie Meeks. Ollie Meeks? Yeah, Ollie, <laughs> Ollie, 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 Ollie champion so of the world. This is when he really becomes the the hero. <laughs> that, the hero. Yeah. That, yeah. Eighteen years old. <laughs> yeah, the hero that Gotham needs and deserves. Um, and he teaches her a right old lesson, doesn't he? he so she's there egging she's on her milk, crowd she? of. She's she's having a lovely glass of milk. And egging on her followers, and um, what Ollie does is he shoots her once in the butt, once in the belly, once right between the eyes, and that is the end of her religious following. Because suddenly, with her dead, everyone thinks, 
I think yeah. somebody does even say, you murderer, or something. But no Yeah, someone goes, you murdered her. Yeah, if I'd have been Ollie, I said, do you want some as well, mate? Yeah. Some yeah. Yeah. He does say, I had no choice, which is like, kind of right, isn't it? Like, I mean, they were gonna they were gonna kill the woman and yeah. a kid. She yeah. deserved to die, really. Yeah, she did deserve. She the thing is proper annoying. She just made everything ten times worse, isn't it? Like a mist, a mist is here, full of creatures. Jesus Christ is horrible enough to deal with as well. Not only that, a religious nut who wants to sacrifice people. Yeah. That's too yeah. many. That's like two buses coming along when you've yeah. been waiting for one. That's probably what tipped that old lady over the edge as well, as well as that pterodactyls, because she. We we forgot about it with all the host, the, the one of their other allies. She takes an overdose at some point and dies. But mm. um, yeah, now we're left with our main characters that are going to leave. Um, with the tension broken over the religious cult that broken up, everyone kind of gets out of their way and they they go to leave. And the plan is that they're all going to run to David's car, which is not as far away as the biker's car was, and they're yeah. going to go and get in there, and then they're all going to pile in because there are a few too many to fit in the car. (laughs) With this, I'm like, I wouldn't be, me personally, I wouldn't be confident enough to remember exactly where I parked. Yeah. (laughs) I'd be like, I think it was over here. Blue blue two, red three, which one was it? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, oh, no, turns out I didn't drive after all. Also, I'm glad he got the pistol because there was a shotgun in the glove box as well. Imagine if he had that at the end of the end of the film. Yeah. Just a shock. <laughs> Just in a car. <laughs> yeah. And he's got a four by four as well. Imagine if like I have a smart car. Can you imagine? Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um uh, I guess also like maybe because this was written in the eighties, did people have dingers for their cars then? Because he could find it in the mist even if he did if it was now, he could just oh, yeah. make the lights flash as he's run into it. Uh, but obviously, a lot of characters do die here, including Ollie. Um, I think the store manager. People just oh, get the store manager off. does. Get, I think the store manager. I know he gets back in. He gets back inside. Yeah, yeah. He, oh, they, he? He, he gets he runs back, back he, to the doors and they let him in. Okay, yeah, they yeah. do let him in. So I maybe what, without her around, they become how nice. Got on after this. I wonder how everybody in there got on. I reckon he's got on like a house on fire after that. Yeah, you haven't got that much longer to get on for, right? Like. It's all right in a bit. Yeah. But yeah. They, uh, so they get a few of them get in the car. A few, a few of the guys get taken off. But what we're left is is with um, David. With um, her name is um, Laurie. No, that's her actor, Amanda. Laurie Holden. So yeah. David, Amanda, um, Dale from The Walking Dead. I just Dead. realised something. So mm. Laurie Holden plays Sybil in the Silent Hill movie who also pretty much gets sacrificed by religious nuts. She gets burned. Ah, it's that person. Same person. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. So she's, in that film, she gets burned. And in this film, which is <laughs> one year later, she gets like almost burned or almost killed by uh, religious nuts. Yeah. Getting typecast. You yeah. look just like someone who would get sacrificed <laughs> by someone who fall, nuts. Someone who would fall foul of a cult. Allergic yeah. to uh, nuts. Despite not using their names for the entire film, um, what we're left in the car is is with David, Amanda, scrolling across, Bill, his son, Big Billy, um, Dan, who is the guy from The Walking Dead, the old chap, and then the grandma, whose name is Irene. 
in this. He, car- he carries he carries um Billy really strange. I noticed he carries him not like under one arm or something. He almost carries him like <laughs> sort of like a big present, a big, big Christmas present. <laughs> He's like, it's like sideways all the time. He's like, I got a big Christmas present here. I don't know. legs hanging out. He's going to catch his legs on all the door frames. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He should get on his back or something like that, but no. Yeah, strap him um, on. On his shoulders. So it's just the, it's just the, it's just the five of them left. Um, and he manages to get Ollie's gun off the bonnet of the car. A spider almost gets him, but. They they get away with it, and then they they made it to the car and they hit the road and they call back at David's house quickly, only to find that um, his wife has been got right. My spiders, right? She's covered in webs. My spiders, but she looks pretty peaceful. She looks like she's just chilling there in the spider's web. Also, the music's really nice here. It's kind of got a <laughs> like a nice operatic. It's how she wanted a girl. It's how she wanted a girl. The what she yeah. wanted. Very peaceful. I really um, love the big Lovecraftian giant kaiju thing as well. They're just sort of sitting in the car, occasionally bouncing, pretending to bounce because it's like so <laughs> yeah, yeah. big. Yeah, and it wanders, it wanders past them on the highway. I did yeah. wonder though. There's one thing that David beats himself up at about here because the whole reason with him going to the store was to get some stuff to fix the window, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then when he when he gets there, he sees his wife has been got by the spiders, and he's sort of very upset as you would be. Saying, oh, did you not to, see him holding that was, glass? And he was like, "Oh, I was gonna, I was meant to fix that. I was meant to fix that window." And it's like, "You were going to the shop to fix that window. Like, you're never gonna feel bad. Like, oh, I've been putting that off for months, and that's what got <laughs> killed. Like, you were literally going on the day it had been broken." Yeah, that's but, how the spiders um, got in. Yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, we don't know what happened unless there's a deleted scene where, like, they trick her, like. Three of them get into a coat and knock There's on the door. Be a scene where she's just like, <laughs> "Where are they? Where have they got to?" Yeah. Uh, well, and then we have the the famous end scene. Yeah, they drive till they run out of petrol, and then there they are, thinking they gave it a damn good go. It does feel like a knee jerk reaction, doesn't it? I feel like there'll be a lot like of conversation. They're supposed about to it. have uh, been driving for a long time there, right? I feel like yeah, they were they were going to drive until they ran out of petrol. So that is going to be what they'll have been they'll have been through this for several days. Unless he didn't, he forgot to fill it up. It's yeah. like it's half an hour later, right? We did say. Oh no, bloody <laughs> hell! Yeah. So <laughs> if you had a full tank on that day, so they've probably driven for like hundreds of miles, maybe. Yeah. No, it can't be because if something that happens in a bit, they've driven across town, maybe. Yeah. They're not yeah. that far, no. I don't think they're that far. I don't. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't it say? Uh, like, um, where's the place? Maine, probably. Doesn't this? They, we see a road sign that says they got they've got somewhere else. I think they're in the next state Portland, or the burnout state. Says. Portland. I, I think. I mean, I might be remembering that completely wrong, but I swear it says Portland. But they're, so they're they're, they're, they're upstate New York, and if they've gone to Portland, that's that's east to west, right? I think they've driven across the country. If that's the case, yeah. I might but there's probably more than one, probably more than one Portland. I'm sure. Possibly. I might I might just imagined it. What a weird thing to imagine, but still. Uh, yeah. We stood the Oregon Trail. Um, are you doing? Are you getting the maps out? Indeed. Getting the maps out. Let's have a look how far it is from New York to Portland. 
Yeah, I remember so, we were watching Friends, and you know, there's that episode it's where... the opposite side of the country. Yeah. It can't be that, then. It can't be 44 hour drive. It can't be. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Um, so, anyway, um, he shoots everyone. Yeah. <laughs> he does. And, oh, and they point out that he's going to shoot everyone, but they've got how many bullets are left? And it's like four, and there's five of them. You couldn't have yeah. wonder, but have you seen that red dwarf where they're thinking about killing each other and he thinks just put your heads together? Yeah. <laughs> but I no. That. I thought get the old get the old ones back together. They've probably got the most brittle skulls. And <laughs> isn't there a bit right before he shoots his son, the son wakes up from his long nap and like looks over to his dad and then it cuts to it cuts to the faraway shot of the truck, right? Yeah. Does that happen? Yeah, okay. it does. Mm. And I guess this is probably why one of the reasons he did it, right? Because it, in a conversation before they leave, they have a whispered chat, don't they, where little Billy says, oh, Dad, you've got to give me your, your best promise and you can't break it. You can't let the monsters get me. I mean, he doesn't specifically say, Dad, fucking yeah. shoot us <laughs> if, if, if the monsters might get us. But, um, but yeah, he says that he doesn't want the monsters to get him and he's been asleep for a while. He, I bet... I bet David's cussing himself for not shooting him a few minutes earlier. Oh, In God. what order do you think he did it? Well, the I, kid first, I think. Yeah. Kid first. Kid. Laurie second. Laurie. Old folks. Well, That's it. Imagine. Just imagine you missed with one of them. I know. <laughs> Just and like, he does it in rapid succession as well. It's like bang, 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 bang. That literally yeah. is. Nash- and he's like thinking, well, Ollie, national champion here. Like he <laughs> yeah, knew. He didn't want to. Didn't want to say it at the time because Ollie was really proud of that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but then, I mean, it is pretty harrowing when he's screaming and when he's like trying to shoot, fire a gun into his own mouth, and it's just clicking. And then the music starts up again. <laughs> and like the the army. <laughs> We're yeah. making li- we're making light of it because it's pretty uh, harrowing. It's one of the most like, harrowing it's, endings. To it's really else. sad. I I sat and I'd watched this film yesterday, and I was like, "Jeez, oh, I don't remember it being quite safe." And then he gets out of the car, doesn't he? So he's really upset. He's literally screaming and shouting. It makes you think as well. Yeah, like, Tom it's Jane has a certain role of thing that he gets, but like, he's good. I, I thought he did excellently, like you know, yeah. genuinely like affecting acting in this. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then he gets out the car and he's shouting, saying, "Come on, then, come get us, monsters!" And the army are like, oh, what? oh, didn't hear you before. We'll come and get I you. I feel like <laughs> if I was him, all right, oh, sorry. So obviously, yeah, the army do turn up. They're burning everything. They're burning big old sacks of spiders. We even see a little truck go past with the woman. Carol from Walking Dead who, earlier, who's with her kids, obviously saved. It would have been more impactful if it was um, dude from Brooklyn Nine Nine. I think on that. That's what you were saying earlier. Yeah, he's like it, got a cup of tea. <laughs> it's got like yeah, a warm yeah, cup of tea or something. What a neck neck pillow, like airplane <laughs> neck pillow. <laughs> and he's got a t-shirt yeah. made saying "Number of times, that. yeah, number of times I've been tricked by my neighbour zero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, don't, yeah, what a dick! One, one. Because, <laughs> because David, because David beat him in that court case. Yeah, it'd be like right now we're even. <laughs> now we're even. Now you're even. Your family's dead. Boo hoo! <laughs> Boo hoo! My car is fucked. A tree landed on it. So we're even, all right. We've both been through shit. 
Ah, but his car is, but his family's dead, and his boathouse got smashed. So he's worn oh, down. Who gives a fuck about a boathouse, though? Really, isn't it? Yeah. He never used it. He never used it. It was just there for show. Um. So I've got some uh, name game for you guys. If you're for it. Oh, it sounds good. And before we get that, I just yeah. say like after I this this shows the impact of this final bit of the film. Oh. Usually, film finishes, credits come on. Unless it's a Marvel film where there's going to be a, a stinger, I'm I'm gone. I, I sat and watched the entire credit run. I, after the music, the ah, music finishes. Yeah. It just goes to silence and helicopters flying yeah. past. I sat and watched the whole thing, just thinking about life for a minute. Jesus. But um, yeah, yeah. It's but, it's it's a it's a good ending. I mean, it's one of those endings that you'll never ever forget. <clears throat> okay. Name so, game. name game. Uh, on that note, let's uh, do something a bit lighter. Uh, so the first one is a, a film I watched, and it's about this group of people who find themselves locked in a supermarket, and they start to think about all those people who are not locked in a supermarket, and that gets them really sad. The the, the mist? People who are they're not the, seeing them, they're missing them? <laughs> the mist, correct. M-I-S-S-E-D. Uh, this other film, number two, some people are in a supermarket and a guy runs in and screams, there's something in the um, it's kind of like a fog sort of thing with uh, things in it. You know what I mean. The gist. The gist, gist, yeah. (laughs) Well done. Number three, a group of people are trapped in a supermarket because outside there's just a bunch of people dancing, spinning their hips and they won't get out of the way. Ah, the twist. Twist, well done. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Number four, a guy runs inside a supermarket and yells, Ow! The bit between my forearm and hand hurts. Ah, the wrist. The wrist. <laughs> I was just trying to think about arms. And I was like... <laughs> uh, number five. A bunch of C-list celebrities get trapped in a supermarket and can't venture outside because anyone who steps outside falls down a rung on a celebrity ladder. The Z-list. Or the B-list. The C-list. <laughs> <laughs> the list. The list. The list. Okay. All right. All right. Lay up that one. Okay. And number uh, the last one got an extra bonus one. Uh, a certain Luke Condor didn't get to watch the mist in black and white. Uh, <laughs> the elitist Ben. <laughs> the, the colorist. No, I don't know. What? The mist. <laughs> the mist. The mist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm pretty missed about that. Yeah. It was significantly better in black and white. I think. <laughs> Do you feel you it really got so. the um, the experience of like the old creature feature movies? Yeah, yeah, I think so. But you couldn't tell me what yeah. color Thomas Jane's shirt was. Um, You'll never know, Ben. Don't even no, guess. I'll never know. I'll never know. If I'll you don't know, know, it's not worth telling you. Now, me and Luke will know. It's a secret we'll never tell. Um, so it'd be interesting to know what your rating, ratings for this movie are um, I've got no idea I don't know where it sits out of people hmm. interesting I um, I think I go quite high because it's a film I've seen quite a lot now and every time I kind of enjoy it and it always gives me it's like satisfying in so many ways isn't it like Douchebag character gets comeuppance, 
uh, creatures, gore, the Shermanator, the Shermanator, bleak, horrible ending, um, Stephen King story. I think it's got loads going for it. And it's kind of like I know I haven't watched a TV show, but I feel like I still do feel like I would like to experience more. I know the TV show wasn't critically, it wasn't received very well critically, but I'd probably go as far as an A minus, I think, just for that rewatchability, because I've never got bored of it every time I've seen it. And it's always a film you discuss, you know, oh God, have you seen The Mist? Can't believe the end and make, can you know what silly sausage should have waited five minutes? <laughs> good for it. Yeah. Um, and you know, a good a good adaptation of a Stephen King story are obviously there are plenty, but it's definitely up there, isn't it? A minus, did you say? Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah. I was just jumping I'm gonna go for an A minus as well. I was like as I was watching it, I always knew I liked the film and I always knew the ending the end is one of the greatest horror movie endings all of all time for me. Um but I found myself getting redrawn into the story again. I didn't I just thought I'd put it on casually, but I've seen it a few times already. But every single time I put it on, I just get really into it and can't stop watching it. And it's just it's just super engrossing. Yeah. I was going to go for an A minus. I mean, it should maybe an A. I mean, what what's dragging it down? Some of the special it nails, effects. It nails the like dynamic between survivors, like characters, so well because most of the time, between survivors, you've got like someone who's a leader, you've got someone who's a liability, you've got someone who's, you know. A dickhead. Yeah, uh, you, got, you got like the the muscle. It kind of nails that dynamic because it's so fresh. It's like so new. Like there are so many different characters and they've all got a role to play. So I think it is. It's up there. Yeah. What about you, Andy? What are you going to give it? Um, I'm joining you guys on the high side. I've maybe seen it less times than than you guys, but I'm the same. Like I I knew the film and I knew what to expect, but it is still very affecting but i don't think the aged um visuals really dragged it down especially if it was in black and white mm. then um i think that might be even more forgiving but it is super super like affecting like for what is on the face of it a you know an outlandish fictional story of you know of horrific things there's a lot very relatable and maybe it's just the world we live in right now but the whole thing about crises and like the relationships between different groups of people and how polarized people can become as well um yeah there's some there's some real big there's some real big moments and beats in there there are so yeah. many great people that are in it in a context that you're not used to seeing them in um and unlike some of those other really good and affecting horror films even though parts of it it genuinely was when i was watching this yesterday i did sit and felt a bit sad for a little while yeah. after it was all over but even that said i could still watch this film again i don't think i would have to like this isn't one that i think oh i'm not watching that right now i think it's something you could put on um and and have a fairly regular watch of because the there's a lot to take out of it yeah yeah but um so i'm going to join you luke on an a i think Loved it. Cool. Yeah, it's great. Very, nice. <clears throat> very, very, very. Maybe, nice. maybe, uh, like I'm assuming, maybe I'd be an A minus like Ben, but I'm assuming I'm going to imagine it in black and white and give it an A preemptively. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Okay. What are we doing next week? Uh, not the brood. It's not. Uh, Sleepy Hollow. Nice wax lined up for next week. 
Ah, okay. It's been a while. It's Are you watching hot, original or Paris Hilton? Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton, yeah. That was um, unanimous. You were straight in with that. There was no <laughs> doubt. Yeah, we knew. We knew which one. We knew which one was going to be. Yeah. Uh, cool. All right then. Well, if you enjoyed the episode, please consider becoming a patron over at patreon.com forward slash Hawk and Cleaver. Thanks to Kovach Kalman for our theme music. Thanks to Acast for hosting the show. Thanks to the listeners. Join the Facebook group, Horror Hangout Board of Advisors. And remember to hit subscribe. Um, thanks to my co-hosts, Andy and Ben, for being right horror dudes. Thank you, Luke. Thank you. See thanks you later. So much. Uh, Bye. See you in a bit. Bye. Bye. Bye.